0: you glad you came to the house of the Lord come on let's give our worship team and our our guys some love today Now, I want you to take your Bibles I want you to go to two places with me today I want you to go to Genesis Genesis the 28th chapter Genesis 28 and but we're gonna start in John 1 Genesis 28 and John 1 as you're turning there I want to introduce you to our newest team member and her daughter and they're coming to us jesse brashard and lexi and they have joined our team she is going to take on the role of creative pastor she's going to help us with communication and art and such jesse if you will i want you to stand lexi i won't make you stand i tell you we're so thankful now we go all the way back to hot springs arkansas where we uh, andrew and i had the privilege of pastoring jesse and her family and we've stayed connected through the years and God has led her here just like he's led many of you here amen Amen. you're not here by accident you didn't show up by mistake I believe God has a plan in place and so when you have the opportunity please take time and just get to know uh, uh, Jesse and Lexi I want you to look here in John 1 in John 1 today Father we thank you Lord for this day Thank you, Father, for your mercy. Thank you, Father, for the goodness, Lord, that you have given us and bestowed upon us. Lord, your mercy endures forever and ever. Lord, you know our hearts cry. More of you. More of your presence. More of your glory. More of your might. Father, we thank you, Lord. I'm going to talk to you today about an open heaven. But as we as we get there and thank you guys for putting that clock up there I'm gonna to try my best to kind of come to a close early because I want to I want to give opportunity for prayer in the altar today but I want you to look here in John 1 and John packs a lot in here in this first chapter but I want us to start first in verse 10 now he we know this is speaking of Jesus Jesus came to his own and his own did not receive him well, let me back up he was in the world verse 10 he was in the world and the world was made through him and the world did not know him he came to his own in his own did not receive him just want to put that thought in your mind here Let's look down in verse 43 now. Now, the Lord is called, the Lord Jesus has called uh, two of his disciples, and and now he is called uh, Philip, and then Philip is going to gather up Nathanael. Now, Nathanael is also referred in Scripture as Bartholomew, but here we see his name as Nathanael. So, let's look here in verse 43 it says the following day Jesus wanted to go to Galilee and he found Philip and said to him follow me now Philip was from Bethsaida the city of Andrew and Peter Philip found Nathanael and said to him we have found him of whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote Jesus of Nazareth the son of Joseph and Nathanael said to him can anything good come out of Nazareth Philip said to him, come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him and said to him, behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom there is no deceit. Nathanael said to him, how do you know me? Jesus answered and said to him, before Philip called you, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. Nathanael answered and said Rabbi You are the son of God You are the king of Israel Jesus answered and said to him because I said to you I saw you under the fig tree Do you believe? You will see greater things than these And he said to him most assuredly I say to you hereafter you shall see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man now let's stop right there now as we look at this passage of scripture we, we see it and we're just like man wouldn't it be wonderful if maybe we saw somebody in Walmart and they came to church and said hey there's a, there's a person right there that, that is pure of heart pure of heart how do you know me well i saw you in walmart oh praise god the lord must be in this house that's kind of how we perceive that don't we <laughs> but we need to understand i i love i was sitting in a in a class with a with a messianic jew who was a, a rabbi before he came to before he was an orthodox rabbi before he came to the lord and he he said he said this about the the teaching of the Word of God he said if you will if you will present the gospel as if that that a Jew could understand then the Gentiles will understand in other words if you will if you will delve into to look at the original horizon or in other words if you will look at the, the context of the passage of the Word of God and don't throw all of our western theology in there but if you'll take the word of God and go to its origin and understand, try to understand the customs there try to understand the meanings and the idioms and the uh, it, the, the things of the word of God you will have greater understanding when a Jew understands it then the Gentiles will understand it as well does that make sense? I thought that was a great, great bit of wisdom that came from this gentleman as I was sitting and listening to him in a, in, a, in, a, in a place years and years and years ago so as we look here we understand Jesus is talking to Nathaniel and he is using references that Nathaniel would understand that maybe we missed somewhere along the way so he says Nathaniel oh a true Israelite Whom there is no deceit Mm. so what is he saying when he calls him a true Israelite he understood that Nathanael was looking for the Messiah to come he was looking for the manifestation of the of the covenant of God with Israel he was looking to see whether or not God's kingdom was going to be established on earth and he was looking for that day so he spoke to him and said Nathanael Israelite in other words Nathaniel knew all the customs he knew the law he knew we, we can we can infer that in that passage of Scripture he said in whom there is no deceit that word deceit there means means there was no guile no trickery He was not a manipulator. He was, my estimation of Nathaniel, he's probably one of those very black and white individuals in his processing and understanding. You know what I'm I'm talking about. Those just very, my yes is yes and my no's are no's. I don't have any, I'm not beating around the bush and I'm not trying to gain any favors. What I say, I'll do and I'll do what I say. Come on, anybody knowing those individuals? Those personality traits, those, those individuals that just, uh, they're just, they, in fact, they don't mince any words, they're just, they're just plain spoken, and they're just, sometimes people take offense at them because they're just so right and wrong, yes and no. I, I, I believe we can, in, we can see there because Jesus' declaration over him is, is Nathaniel, in whom a true Israelite, in whom there is no deceit. Now, it's not a boast or brag upon Nathanael. It's just the Lord was declaring, I know you. Now, Nathanael, here, he said, how, how, do you, how, do you, how do you know me? How, how do you know who I am? He said, well, I saw you under the fig tree. Now, we're like, why didn't he say I saw you under the oak tree? Well, he was sitting under the fig. no. If you were at the house sitting under a fig tree, you'd be like, well, yeah, that's, that's wonderful. But it means more than that. In fact, if you unfold it a little bit, you'll discover that being on the fig tree has a variety of meanings. One of which is this. I saw you by, to be under the fig tree because repeatedly in scripture it says that each person would have uh, their own vineyard and their own fig tree. In other words, I saw you at your house could mean that but it could also mean as the rabbis would say the rabbis would say to be under the fig tree would be in reference to Malachi 4 and 4 where they were there I'm sorry Micah 4 and 4 where it would be a, 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 an expression an idiom to mean that you were actually looking for the Messiah it's a place of meditation it would be a place of prayer but also in the Aramaic, it meant something else. Is this interesting? So to be under the fig tree wasn't just sitting under the tree over here. It was a, it was a reference. I saw you at your house. Or it could be that I, I, saw your, I saw what you were meditating upon in, in your prayer time. But it also meant in the Aramaic, I've known you from the cradle. I've known you all of your life. Before you were formed in your mother's womb, I knew you. And seeing Nathaniel, oh, just let's just add the anointing on top of the anointed one speaking, the revealer of man's hearts. Nathaniel, I see you. I know you. I see you. I see you. He came to his own, and his own did not receive him. The world which is created didn't know him, but he knows us. If I don't get any further in this message today, I want you to hear this right now, as loud and as clear as the Spirit would say and he can speak with a whisper and get our attention I see you I see you I see where you're at I see your struggles I see your anxieties I see your worries I see your joys I see your fears the Lord is saying to you today, just like he said to Nathaniel, I, I see you. God always begins. He always begins and continues in relationship. You may not know me, but I know you. And the plans that I have in store for you are beyond your imagination. God is saying Nathaniel understood that day. He realized that, look, he knows me. Who knows if Nathaniel was under that tree or he was at his house, in his heart he was crying out, Oh, God, when will you come? God, when will you come into this nation that I'm living in that is subjugated by every other foreign land and this oppression? Lord, when is it going to stop? Can you see? Do you see the doctor's report? Do you see, oh God, the cancer that has afflicted my body? Lord, do you see the shattered, fragmented pieces of my heart? God, do you see? Do you see? And in that moment, the Lord walks into that place and there Philip's like, come on come and see Nathaniel I see you I see you there are people that walked in this room and you're sitting in a room full of people and you feel so utterly alone you got struggles that nobody knows about and the ones that do you're thinking do they even care and you've asked this question God can you see me? Let me echo his voice to you right now. I see you. I see you. I see what's going on, and I see where you're at. Now, all of a sudden, Nathaniel is excited maybe Philip and and, and, and Andrew and Peter maybe they didn't understand just like we don't understand why are you so excited Nathaniel because what I began to perceive is that my God knows me he knows me he didn't push me away he said I know who you are oh could I just go as far to say When the Lord breathed into Adam's nostril, he saw you ahead of time. How is that possible? I don't know, but I know we serve the God of impossibility. He could see exactly when you would be here and why you would be here and the purpose that he has in store for you. He's a god who is omniscient he is all-knowing he is omnipresent he is everywhere at one time don't you know that he's not bound by time he in that very moment from the very beginning he knew you more importantly he loves you he came to his own but his own didn't receive him the world that we live in was created by him we don't even know him he said oh Nathaniel he makes another reference that Nathaniel and Peter and Andrew and Philip would understand he said oh let me just share with you another you, you, were, you were excited over the fact that I know you? You know what? What's about to happen? Let's, let's just read it so you will not think I'm making this stuff up. Notice what he said. Jesus answered and said to him, Blessed, because I said to you, I saw you under the fig tree. In other words, because I told you, I, I, I know you, you now believe, you will see greater things than these. And he said to him, Most assuredly I say to you hereafter you shall see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man amen now I want you to take your Bibles and go with me over to Genesis 28 Genesis 28 because he is speaking a reference to them that they would understand Some of you have already picked up on this, but look here in Genesis 28 in verse 10. Now Jacob went out from Beersheba, went toward Haran. So he came to a certain place and stayed there all night because the sun had set. And he took one of the stones of the place and he put it at his head and he lay down in that place to sleep. Then he dreamed and behold, a ladder was set up on the earth and its top reached heaven and there the angels of God were ascending and descending on it and behold the Lord stood above it and said I am the Lord God of Abraham your father the God of Isaac the land on which you lie I will give to you and your descendants also your descendants shall be as the dust of the earth, and you shall spread abroad to the west, the east, the east, the north, the south, and in you and in your seed all of the families shall be blessed. In verse 15, Behold, I am with you and will keep you wherever you go. So Jesus is there with Nathaniel. said he was telling him I know you but let me tell you something even beyond me knowing you is what I have in store for you (laughs) we've got an evangelist coming this Friday night I hope you're excited about it and I hope if you're not you will be before you leave this house today But this was a a brother and sister, Dean and Patty Love. They're going to be here ministering the Word of God Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night, Sunday morning. But we were at a a camp meeting with them down in in Corpus Christi. And as we're in the camp meeting, it went all week, and we stayed there with other evangelists and other speakers. And it it was one of those glorious times where the power of God would just fill the house. It was tremendous. On a, on a Friday morning at 10 a.m., we're in a service, and one of us was meant to preach. I don't even remember which one. But while we're in that service, the glory of God fell in that place in such a tangible and awesome way. Such a tangible and awesome way and we're standing there. I'm holding Andrea's hand. is holding Patty's hand Patty's holding Dean's hand and Gloria who's the pastor there who's going to one day soon come and minister here We're all standing there and we're she's going to pray over us and as she reaches to pray over us now I've seen people fall out But I've never seen four people standing together all fall out at once And I know it's traditional to fall backwards, and you can fall backwards, forward, sideways, you can jump on your head, you can do what you ever want to do. But that day, all four of us simultaneously bit the dust. Now, Dean was telling me, he said, after it was over with, he said, "Do, do you do this? I said, do what? He said, do you fall out? I said, well, you know, if I can't stand up, I will. He said, I, 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 I don't do this. I said, well, I guess you do it now. <laughs> but the Lord spoke to me, something to me that I've shared with you. The Lord said, I want you to know what I know. I want you to feel what I feel. And I'm going to share my life with you. I want you to know what I know. I want you to feel what I feel. I want to share my life with you. I want you to Know what I know. I want you to feel what I feel. The joy, the hope, the the, the passion, the burden. I want you to feel what I feel. I want to share my life with you. I want to share my life with you. He's not a God who plopped us out of here and just said, okay, I've created you, you go take care of business. He said, no, I'll tell you what, Nathaniel, it's gonna be like this. You're gonna see the angels ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. And i am tell you what's gonna happen. I'm gonna go with you, I'm gonna stick with you, I'm gonna ensure that the covenant promise is going to be fulfilled. You're not in this thing on your own. You were never meant to walk alone. In fact, I created you to have a relationship with me. And now with that relationship, I want it to be intimate. I want to walk with you. I want to talk with you. I want to share my life with you. So Jesus said, made this reference, Nathaniel, you're going to see the you're going to see something there is a ladder and it's set up on earth and it reaches all the way into heaven there is a connection point between earth and heaven oh Jacob got a glimpse of that he got a glimpse of what it looked the the heaven opened it he saw a ladder in a dream in a vision he saw the ladder setting on earth and it ascended all the way into heaven that was the connecting point between earth and heaven earth and heaven and the messengers with the message they would come down and they would go up and they would come down and they would go up and the father stands above there making his covenant declaration to the ones here on earth Your heart, your offspring is going to spread abroad throughout the entirety of the earth. They're going to spread across the entire world. (laughs) Lord Jesus, help me to help us. Holy Spirit, reveal to us what you're saying in this house this morning. Where did Jesus say? Nathaniel, where are you going to see the angels ascending and descending? He's referencing Jacob's ladder. But well, was it Jacob's ladder that he's talking about? Where's the angels, the messengers? Let's, let's just bring it to the, the message and the messengers. Mm. Son of man, himself. So who's the connector between heaven and earth? He is the connection between heaven and earth. So what that declares to us as children of God is this, the access of heaven has been granted. The door to heaven. Jesus said, I am the door of the sheepfold. The door to heaven has been opened. Revelations 4 and 1 that we talked about uh, on, on Wednesday night. Uh, in fact, if you weren't here, after these things I looked and behold a door standing open in heaven. And the first voice which I heard like a trumpet speaking with me said, come up here and I will show you things which must take place afterwards oh that doesn't tell that that's not saying to me that there's a God who created us and left us here all by ourselves but in fact he came for the express reason to reconcile earth to heaven To bring heaven down to this earth to say to humanity you didn't know me but I know you you gave up on me but I didn't give up on you you abandoned me but I did not abandon you now I'm standing here before you and I'm saying to you I've got stuff in store for you as we were in worship this morning in just a few moments we're gonna go to prayer There are many of you that were down at this altar, that the Lord revealed your heart. He said, you're down here interceding for your children. And the Lord said, I haven't forgotten about your children. But there's gonna be a deeper, more intimate awareness of the Holy Spirit in your life personally. That's gonna bring an awareness to your children. There has been a lot of fretting and worrying and anxiety over whether or not God really sees where you're at. I cannot begin to tell you how overwhelming, abundantly, powerfully, that God wants you to know him, and your children to know him, because with the promise that he gave, uh, Jacob, see what he said to Nathaniel. What he said to Nathaniel was just a—it was an encapsulation of what Nathaniel knew. It was just a, an, an earmark of of the whole story. He was saying to Nathaniel, look, the ladder that extends from earth to heaven, I am him and the messengers and the message that comes forth comes forth through me and the, and the reward of the covenant is going to be your children and your children's children and you're not going to do this by yourself but I'm going to be there with you, walking with you, talking with you, expressing myself through you. I believe the Lord and His sovereignty has brought you to this place in time to express and manifest manifest His love through you, but it always begins and continues. It's our greatest reward. Our greatest triumph, our greatest joy is our relationship with Him. It's the relationship that we have with Him. And the outflow of that relationship is expressed in our devotion for Him. The reason we do what we do is because of His love he shared with us. Worship team's going to make their way up right now. Making their way up right now. There are those in this house right now that you need a physical healing in your body. I love what Andrea shared today and I've, I've preached that message so many times but there's a storm speaking lies to you telling you're cursed telling you the cancer's from the, from the father that the situation you're in is because God despises you there are those in this house right now. And you feel like you're on this edge of a cliff. And it's crumbling under one foot, and you try to slide back, and it's crumbling and so on the other, uh, uh, on the other foot, and you just keep trying to slide back, but you feel like you're so close emotionally to falling off that cliff that you don't know that there's any hope for you. I just described someone in this house today, someone that may be listening online right now. You've asked the Lord God, do you see me? The Lord says, I see you. I see you. I know you. More than just knowing you, I love you. More than just loving you. I've got, I've, I'm your connection to heaven, and heaven's resources are here. And the abundance of joy that you've been missing out on, it's yours. The hope that you're longing for, I'm already here. The Lord is here to heal your broken heart set you free from that oppression give you a, a vision for the future hope i want you right now if you're able to stand in this room pastor angel pastor ryan i want you to come i want you to just turn and stand right there Pastor. Ryan, I want you to come stand right here. No, you're good. You stay right there. If you're in this house today and you're like, man, this this stuff is kind of foreign to me. But I, I sense that there's someone bigger than me in the house that's speaking beyond your voice. I sense God in this place and I know it's my time. That I just didn't stumble in here, but I know it's my time to surrender to whatever he has. I want to accept his sacrifice, and I want him to be my Savior, my Lord. If that's you, I want you to come in just a moment. and you can, either one of these men can just pray with you and encourage you. But if you're here right now and you need prayer in your body, you need prayer over a situation, the worship team's going to start. Come on, come on. Come to this altar, lift your hands and say, Lord, I just receive. I receive. Lord, you see me? I receive. Come on, come on. Come on right now. Come on. Come on, these altars are open. Andrea and some of the others that are going to help me,